I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We're the only sports, Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a platform. Syracuse opens ACC play this Saturday, January 5th at noon. Head to South Bend to do so. And uh, we are going to give you our preview for that game. But first, there is still there are still things to bet on over at my book. Yeah, there's a bowl game left. Yeah, and getting on, I haven't gotten in on any of the bowl game action that's going on. We got football playoffs coming up uh, for the NFL. We've got the um, the NBA, and we've got. Uh, of course, NCAA conference play starting. It's always fun to bet on that stuff. So, um, you know, if you haven't made your way over to my bookie and you want to give it a try, um, make sure you remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And if you want to make money at uh, online betting, you go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. You can check them out for yourself. Join now, and my bookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus uh, to make sure you get a nice bankroll on whatever you're betting on. So go ahead and use promo code QS25 when you deposit to activate that offer. That's promo code QS25. Remember, uh, you play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Uh, happy nice. New Year. Everybody, and uh, happy you know, new year! Happy new year! It's just another day to me with a happy birthday with a different date on the end of the different year on the end of the day. But hey, pretty much, yeah, right. But that means that's that conference play starting, so that means a conference you know, play I mean, starting. Plus, our, our 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 podcast year runs you know through sports seasons. So I forgot to mention it the last episode, but hey, happy freaking new year, everybody. I hope you enjoyed yeah. yourselves, and I hope you didn't turn green or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm, st- I'm still not ready for football to be over. NFL? Or All together. Um, yeah. I wish Syracuse had another game. I wish, I wish we could watch some more college football. It was really fun yesterday. That was the highlight of the New Year's celebration was not doing a damn thing except for watching – uh, people get upset yesterday. Oh, you know what my highlight was yesterday? Uh, so Taking down Christmas question? ornaments. Oh, and of course. Would you break them too? Did you throw them in the bag? I mean, I... Uh, Accidentally? Oh, oops. I dropped that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. 
That, the decorations, the lights, all that. Oh, I know. I got it done in an hour. That's how much I Oh, put. yeah. Oh, yeah, I go, but it's a lot better taking them down than putting them up, I'll tell you that. You're such a scrooge. <laughs> you are. You're awful. Uh, the, the the man with who, whose favorite Christmas movie is Eight Crazy Nights. Hey, look, you know what? I meant, you know, and I went back, and after the fact, I want to rescind that number one. I want It still would be in my top five, but I completely left Bad Santa out of there. And that pretty much oh. encapsulates. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, so, hey, I haven't been doing the iTunes reviews, well, mainly because there really hasn't been any uh, new reviews up there. So, I've sweetened the pot for the um, for the iTunes reviews. If you go leave us a five-star uh, rating and give us a written review and I read it. Um, I sweetened up the, the Q swag a little bit and I do have to order some stuff. So I only have enough left for a couple right now, actually. Uh, as far as the koozies go, I need to order some more koozies. I thought you said there was a new one. A new what? I thought you said there was a new review. A new review. Oh, there is oh. a new review. Or yeah. am I just putting you on the spot? No, no. There was a new review. You want to do it? Oh, okay. No. Huh? We can do it. Um, I mean, we don't have we'll do to. it we'll do it after um we'll do it after the preview so go there to iTunes leave us a uh, leave us the five star rating and a written review if I read it on the show then uh, I'll send you I'll send you some stuff you email me at qsmilitia at gmail.com so all right um the this preview, Notre Dame preview for Saturday, January 5th, is brought to us by J.P. Mulligans. Happy hour every Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. Trivia Tuesdays, every NFL game every Sunday. And, of course, to get every SU game. And to put the icing on the cake, they're giving you a dollar off the bats during SU games, folks. So go there, hang out with other Q's fans, grab some wings, grab some beers, or a yep. soda, or a pop, or an iced tea, whatever. Go there, What's enjoy up, yourself. Uh, see if Nick's got some swag left. We need to get right with him and see if we need to send some more stuff up that way. But um, I probably will for basketball season. But I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's some stuff there. So, um, all right. So, you know when the game is. ACC play starts. It's time to buck up or buck out, as they say. Don't they say that? I don't know. No, I've never heard I, it. I, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, I maybe guess they I don't. Maybe, maybe I say it. Um, yeah. Uh, the Irish are three and one since losing senior guard Rex Fluger. Uh, he's out due to a knee injury. He is out for the rest of the year. He was averaging thirty and a half minutes a game and eight points a game uh, during that four-game stretch. Uh, they had a they really there was only one tough game that they had. I mean the wins over like Binghamton and Coppin State. I mean come on, uh, their loss was to Virginia Tech. So. Uh, you know, they got... Yeah, yesterday. They, yeah, yesterday, New Year's Day, kicking off the ACC play. So they do have three guys averaging double digits per game. TJ Gibbs tops them with 14.3 points a game as a team. They're 42.6% from the field, 343 from distance, and 75% from the line. So four games in without Pfluger, Joe, and, you know... Are they floundering? Are they, you know, I know that we're going in to South Bend and they do have that advantage, but obviously not the same team. No, no. That was Rex Fluger. Again, you said this only senior on their team. Uh, he provided the leadership. Again, you said 30 and a half minutes. Uh, you know, he can hit some big shots, but he's really good on the defensive end too. And just overall, uh, I mean, not to say that they're, 
season's done, and it would be pretty bad because last year, if you remember, Bonzi Colson got hurt and kind of messed up their season for Screwed a bunch him up of seniors. In the tournament. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they even made the tournament, did they? I no, don't know. they didn't. But, <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, it would hate, I'd hate to see that happen again. But you know, that was kind of their guy. You know, again, like the leadership, they're really a pretty young team, although they have some some good scores. Um, Again, TJ Gibbs, he's he's a baller. So I mean, I'm sure they're looking to him for a lot more leadership and stuff like that. Uh, DJ Harvey, another guard, six six sophomore that can uh, shoot and can he can score as well. One of the guys you said that averaged uh, in double digits. And then six uh, nine junior John Mooney, uh, he's a forward. He averages twelve and a half points, nine rebounds. So um, those three guys, are, they kind of lean onto a lot more. But I mean, he's Sean, a three point look, shooter too. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at if you look at the rotation since Fluger's been gone, I mean, they... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. They really only go seven deep, and three of them are freshmen. So that's really kind of where I look at it in wonder how they're going to be able to do i mean it is a home game and everything but again when fluger went out that just you know you got a lot of well the leadership you know, alone and, and well know. the leadership alone but then you know you find a way you found your way at some point i mean they went through i mean they lost they had losses to ucla oklahoma uh they had one to radford but you know they went and beat depaul illinois purdue so they beat some decent you know power five you know type talent teams with Fluger and you, you know, they obviously had their roles down and they kind of were playing pretty good. And then that happened. So now you have to turn around and now different roles have to be filled. You know, you got some guys that weren't getting as many minutes, got to step up and they've only played what three, four games since then. So, uh, it's just, it's going to be tough and they're still going to be in that process, you know? So two of the four guards they have are, are freshmen, you know, you take away DJ Harvey and TJ Gibbs, who are probably going to be playing a lot. But um, Prentice Hub and Dane Goodwin are their other guards, and they're both freshmen. They haven't seen this zone. Um, the other guy coming off the bench who's a freshman, Nate uh, Lezuski, he's a 6'10 freshman. So uh, they got a little bit of height, 
their other starter, Ju- what's it, Juwan Durham, it's a 6'11", junior. So they got a little bit of height with that guy and uh, Mooney and Lazuski, a couple guards that are 6'6", but uh, they're only going seven deep, and they're still trying to figure the new team out and the roles and stuff like that. So uh, I think we do have the upper hand as far as that that goes. Uh, but I mean, they did, you know, Syracuse did – you know, their best game, arguably, most likely of the season was against Ohio State at Ohio State early in the right. season. So yeah. they've shown that they can do it. I think the last two games that Syracuse has played, they've been impressive, although, albeit, you know, you know some subpar teams. But right. you're looking at a team that you could capitalize on while they're kind of hurting. And, I mean, you know, it, when there's blood in the water feed yeah well that's that's yeah exactly exactly right that's sometimes that's what you get kind of the luck of the draw i mean i don't want to take away from like syracuse's football game against clemson and stuff but that's later in the year and lawrence doesn't get hurt and that's probably a way different game um so again sometimes you know it's just kind of luck of the draw and, and it happens and you know people might say oh you played notre dame when that guy just got when fluger just got hurt you know they're a lot better Four at the games. end of the year Four, four games, and we had a lot of break right, in between. But I mean, then. Yeah, there's eight, there's 18 conference games. You know, you get 10 games right. through, and the last yeah. eight games, who knows? Notre Dame could be, you know, those kids could grow up, and they could be a formidable formidable team. You know, um, got a great coach. <laughs> so I mean, I'll never take anything past him. So yeah, he's um, been yeah he's he's had a he's had a rough hand dealt past couple years with injury. Yeah, but he's always seemed to, you know, kind of overachieve a little bit. I mean, I think they did a lot better last year than a lot of people thought they were going to do when Bonzi Colson was out. And he came and, back, and they and they it was too late, too little, too late. Right, exactly. But, you know, but they because they missed the tournament. But he yeah, was the I mean, reason, it, him it being out be was the reason spot. they missed. It might be a bright spot. I mean, you got to figure. I mean, for right now, from the past, you know, couple games, like you said, it looks like. Um, we're on a little bit of a roll. I mean, again, like you said, it's tough judging the competition, but uh, it's you'd tough, like to think but, that that would bring a little bit of confidence into it, you know? Yeah, confidence, and, um, the energy and effort. Uh, Notre Dame is 9-1 and one at home, so they have that going for them. And, right. And, you know, they haven't played I mean, We're going to be a little bit more rested, but still, I mean, four days is still plenty for kids that age. So, I mean, I don't think that's going to be a factor. Maybe a foul trouble could be a factor. If we could get a DJ Harvey or a TJ Gibbs in and force one of those freshmen to play more than what they usually do and maybe keep one of those guys under double digits, then that could help too. But again, uh, I mean, as SU fans, and we know the way that we play, uh, we know what we need to do and, and worry about. You know, we got to get on the boards or just, you know, at least be close. And it comes down to, you know, the turnovers, free throws, stuff like that. So, and defense. We got to bring our defense on the road. It's got to travel. And it's going to be a great test. I think this is a great early test, even with Fluger out it being in a hostile environment and conference play starting away from the dome. Well, like what you said, it's, it's, we're kind of lucky that we're catching them this early because this team is only going to get better. You know what I mean? They have a bunch of young guys. And when you replace somebody like that, the more games you play, the more you play with each other and freshmen grow up, then they're going to be better. Yeah, and like we said, you know, with the week, geez, I mean, they've played two games, One three game. games in three weeks. Yeah. Talking about SU. So it, it, I haven't seen that be a disadvantage. But like I said, you know, it's hard to tell with the competition they're playing. So we'll see. I would look for them. I would hope that they could 
could come out with some energy. Because, you know, in the past two games, not for anything, but with Dolezal in there, he adds, he does add energy. So yeah. I don't know if that's the difference. It's hard to tell what it was. Right. They could have just been excited about going and, and playing some backyard ball and some schooling some kids. You know, who knows, really? Right. So um, a little bit different environment, maybe a little bit more nerves coming into this game, and that could be what slows them down in the beginning. But I would just like to, you know, hope that they could go out there and I think they could win this game. I don't think that, you know, it's going to be one of the tougher ones. We talked about breaking up the ACC play by six games. And when you look at it, if they can go, uh, I don't want to go through this all over again, but if they can go uh, four and two, I'm okay with that. And if they start one and oh against Notre Dame, and then they got two home games against Clemson and Georgia Tech before they go face Duke. Yes. That's, you know, I'm, you know, it gives us a boost. Let's just say. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about that. You got to kind of look at it as is in kind of blocks. Well, and... how many? How many do? How many do you think they need, Joe, in conference play? They think you think they need ten, eleven. Um, you know, starting. You know, nine and four never never have made post postseason starting nine yeah. conference play in nine and four. It's never happened. We would, we would need to, yeah, we would need to, again, I think our numbers are going to be up there, but I think we need to be comfortable. We need to win like 11, 12, 11. So you're on 11, 12. Okay. Yeah. To be comfortable. Um, because if we do win 11 and 12 with, you know, with the teams in the ACC, that means that we beat a couple, uh, real good teams and didn't lose the ones we're supposed to. So, um, that, that would put us on the right mark. I mean, if we had 20 wins going into the ACC tournament, then, you know, that wouldn't be too bad. And again, it also depends Plus, on the you teams do have that the we played too. Yeah, you know, in the teams that we played, it's looking like as long as Buffalo um, holds court in the MAC and does what they do and they did last year, then that's not going to be a bad loss. Um, and again, I think that the Morgan will be there at the end of the day when their team gets healthy. It's uh, the ODU one, really. Well, the ODU one, I mean, they, they dominated the Colonial Conference last year and just lost in the championship game. It was so, a home game, though. That's the thing. What's that? It, it was a home game for the Orange. Yes, so. yes, it was. It was ugly, but you don't know what it's like. If they go through and roll through again, it's still not going to be as ugly a win as – you know, it's not like losing to, to Coppin State or South Carolina State or Radford or, you know, Furman or, yeah. you know, these kind of teams, you know, so – I mean, in my opinion, I mean, Notre Dame lost to Radford. I, to me, that's they got a worse loss than us, and that was with Fluger. Yeah, Radford, so. a party school too. My buddy got kicked out of Radford. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's like an Oneonta. Nah. You know, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's we, like Virginia's uh, Oneonta. So, you know, not much else to, make, to do. Just to make some comparisons too. Uh, Looking at the teams that they lost to and looking at the record, you know, they're 10 and 4. They were 10 and 3 right before their game against Virginia Tech. I went and looked at some rankings. Um, you know, I went through Ken Palm. I haven't mentioned him in a little while, but um, currently Ken Palm has Syracuse ranked 30th overall mm-hmm. with uh, an adjusted offense of 57, just defense of 15. That's pretty good. And they have Notre Dame overall 70th with an adjusted offense of 46. But you have to understand that these numbers do have Fluger in there as well and all the other games that he played. And uh, they're just defense at 119. Oh, boy. So, so they get scored yeah. on. 
So I'm hoping that, you know, if we can continue to kind of play the way that we've played as far as sharing the ball. Ball movement, moving man. Ball, moving it. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be one-on-one. They got to learn how to play together. You yeah. know, one-on-one isn't going to get you anywhere. Nope. So. I think we hammered um, that pretty good after ODU and Buffalo. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then uh, I looked at the net rankings. Uh-huh. The NCA, the net ranking that they're, I guess they're going to go by. And yeah. currently they have Syracuse ranked 60th and Notre Dame 76th. So, in the the, mo- the net rankings, by a way, by by a way, by the way, uh, English English, um, they factor in five things, and it's net efficiency, winning per, uh, percentage, adjusted win percentage, scoring margin, and uh, team value index. So. The uh, game results, opponents, and location, which is essentially, you know, yeah. RPI basically. So yeah, um, and that will that will balance itself out. If you go and look now, there's a lot of some you know non-power five teams, mid-major teams that are that are sprinkled in there up there just because of the way that they've beaten teams and and things like that. And once they stop playing like okay teams and they get into their conferences. And that's all going to just start balancing itself out because they're going to go start going backwards, even though they're winning, you know. So, so we'll have just to, of competition and stuff like that. So we'll see how that works out. But we'll get into the we'll get into the net BS. I, I I don't like it. I thought I thought that they did a good thing last year when they went just to the just to the um, the quadrant system. It really right. simplified things. Even if they wanted to tweak that a little bit. That now that's not kind of like your final outcome. That's not like kind right. of your measurement stick. Now it's kind of just part of the measurement stick, which is like, you know, I mean, where is it going to stop? Because yeah, it, what are the variables? When is it going to stop exactly? Like I just people want something that's defined, and if you, it's not going to be can't, defined, though. <laughs> exactly. You that's can't. the thing because everybody has their own opinions. Everyone's looking Every, right. Everybody their has their own, own opinions. All these teams are playing different non-conference. They're playing. All these things are they're trying to factor in and make it as fair as possible. I thought they did a good job. If you take the RPI, it's not a perfect formula for rating a team, but it is no. fair across the board. Look, it, I think they make enough money and they spend enough time to where they can look at some games and see. You know, you can break down teams and see, okay, well, what happened here? What oh, this guy missed this game? Okay, well then maybe we can factor that into this. And you know, they make enough money to where they can use their eyeballs to put the best teams in when it comes down to it. Because yeah. it doesn't matter just like anything error, else. Though, the, too, the next, so. No matter how much they like add more teams, even when this goes to football and everything, there's always going to be a team. You know, that there's always going to be teams or fans or people that complain. You know, and unless you can define it, which like you said, it's very difficult to, then there's going to be people whining about it. So it's just an imperfect, perfect it's an imperfect thing that makes a perfect tournament. So, you know, let's just figure something out. Let human beings with un- unbiased eyeballs look at it and pick the best teams. Yeah. And, you know, I do believe that we, like I said, I'll say it again. I, I think we had a good system going. Now you've, you've, you've made that part of another system and just stop screwing with it. You gave it one year like that. I well, thought that's, it was. Yeah, I mean, that's like giving an NFL coach one year like the Arizona Cardinals. Like, it's a travesty yeah. that that guy got fired. Like, 
I mean, you can't give something one year and uh, try to see the benefits or see the effects. Like, no, it's not going to happen. And I it's thought it worked over good, right? Because I, at the end of the day, when Syracuse was on the bubble, at the end of the day, when we looked at it in the quadrant system, where they landed, what they ended up being inside that quadrant system at the end of the year, they should have been in. And just barely, but they should have been in. And they were, I, just barely. Right. I think that what that quadrant system did was I think it kind of handcuffed some people in the committee and made it into something that was too defined. Yeah, you I don't know think, what? You, I don't think, yeah, probably. I don't, probably. I don't think people in the committee wanted that to be too defined because I think there's people that got that got because uh, there's know, too much politics going on. They got horses in the race, exactly. Yep. Yep. So when you make it down to oh the quadrants and these and this is sometimes when you look at it, it's just it's too, too clear cut and dry. defined. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe it was just too defined in the powers within that couldn't. Make <laughs> they want to muddy you know, they, they want to muddy up the water so yep. that they can have an out at any they, now they have plenty of outs now they have plenty of outs net oh, efficiency um, scoring margin I mean yeah. scoring margin that's a huge out on somebody so if a right. team's doing good or they're a bubble team but they're winning close games you know well yeah. their scoring margin you know they're only plus four or plus two and a half you know? yeah the less variables that you name and have then the harder it is for them to sometimes make cases for people so hey, let's just throw 15 different variables out there and let's not define you know let's not number them as far as like what's most important to what's least important no, let's just, just throw have them in a all pile. these little variables yeah. out here and you know we can always have make an excuse for why we picked this team over this team exactly because they got horses in the race and that's exactly. the bottom line and exactly. i think as far as fans go I mean, I was we were just getting used to it, and I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine too. Right, and you could literally just follow it every every week. Yeah, we you were could, too. We were breaking it down yeah. every week. And now it's like I haven't. I've just I've read a couple, kind of, eh, shaky articles that really don't explain it at all or define it. So it's like with me, it's you know we could sit here and try to explain it, but I haven't heard it ex- been to like be explained. It has not that, that been much at explained. All. It has not been explained clearly enough to me to be able to sit here and, and tell everybody listening how exactly this is going to break down and factor out. It's why right. we haven't done it. It's because it has not been defined to me. And I've read things, and the more you read, the more confused I've gotten. Right. And so, that's, I, think, I, think that's what I, I think that's what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they want you to look. They want you to look at this and look at all these top tens and see Houston at number four, and you know, what's what's the other one I saw? Um, San Francisco at forty, Lipscomb at thirty nine. Like, you can't yeah. tell me that these yeah. teams are. You know, well, like Ohio it's just State hard was me. number one in the net rankings when we beat them, and we were ninety second. Yeah, so twenty one. They're twenty one still. So tell me, tell me, ninety second beating number one. Tell me your net rankings are that precise. Right. I don't think so. Sorry. Exactly. It's horrible. It's, and, and, yeah. and, and it's one of the reasons I have a big problem with the NCAA is because these are kids, man, and they're freaking using them. And, you know, the fans, too, you know, because that's where the money comes from. Let's be honest. It's people watching. Yeah. It's people going to games. It's people buying merch. All that stuff. So, and the sponsorships, obviously, corporate, corporate corporations. So, yeah. you know, well, you know that that stuff, in fairness, could could probably help teams like us in certain factors. Well, sure, obviously, because we're a big, we're a more nationally known school than a lot of people. Well, and we travel really well, especially for basketball. I mean, 
maybe football now too. Who knows? Uh, I'm, but I'm thinking we do. I was just going to yeah, say we've that got his, we've got history in, in traveling well no, for basketball. We we used to talk. Uh, what comes first, the wins or the asses in the seats? I always knew the answer was wins because you know fans are fickle. And uh, oh god, damn straight. No, it's just it's just the way that people are now. It's the way uh, the world, the way the world, instant, instant gratification. Yep. Um. So okay, sorry to go off on that tangent, but yeah, I know. Uh, what, what was that all about, man? I don't know, but it it worked. It worked good. I think we cleared up what we know and what we don't know, and we don't like it. So I think we definitely clear. don't. That's what we you know. know we I gave like I gave the NCAA like credit last year, saying you know finally they they did something that was I think it looks decent. Hopefully they don't screw it up, but probably they will, and they did. I yeah. said that last year, and they did. They yeah. screwed it up. They gave it one freaking year. It worked too good, like Joe said, and then they said, yeah, you know what? Let's put scoring margin in there. Give me a break. So <laughs> Net efficiency. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, well, you take these other 15 variables and then you use this and that's the net efficiency. Like, yeah, it's come like, on. It's like, it's like common core math. I mean, give me a break. Um, right. So um, the review. This one, remember, go to iTunes. If you listen on iTunes and you don't like the show, then don't just don't review it. Okay, I'm not asking anybody to lie, but if you do like it, go on there, give us five star rating, give us a written review. If I read it, then you email me at qsmosha at gmail.com. You give me your address, and I will send you out some goodies in a jiffy. In a jiffy. So, Joey Sack44, he says, whoop, love whoop. it. Five stars. Love the podcast, guys. Very informative and witty, and he uses punctuation very well. Always look forward to listening. That superstar Sean makes it all worthwhile. There. And, and that's great. See? Quick. Boom. Oh, nice. That- you got your little fanboy. Now you got your own. <laughs> no, he continues. He continues. Oh, but he, he pales continues. in comparison to my main man, internet sensation, Joey G. Keep up the good work. Go orange. Um, Wait. What was this handle? It's Joey Sack 44. You know him, oh, don't you? Oh, okay. Now I know who he is. What uh, in the world? Uh, by the way, Joe, not just an internet sensation anymore. He is a national ESPN uh, superstar now. And I got to thinking... I said to myself, self. No, I'm not. Uh, you know, I was Joe said he was going to wear that Cuse Militia shirt. And by golly, if he had, it had been on ESPN. But he didn't. So opportunity pissed away. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> look, Thanks, Joe. Look, 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 Appreciate look, look, look. it, buddy. Oh, well, I'm I, not I, lie I, to you. I, I spilled coffee on it. What? No, I didn't spill coffee on it. I brought it. I hadn't worn it yet. And honestly, it's a little, it was a little small. It's an extra large. I, I I washed it and dried it, and it was a little oh, small. Oh, brother, dude, you don't ever dry cotton, son. You can wash it and hang it up. Let it air dry. Sorry, bro. Stretch it out, frig, man. So that was. Yeah, really I don't the buy deal. those. In, I, I don't I buy those in bulk. Hot. I don't buy those in bulk. You know. I'm just saying. No, I mean. I don't get a deal. No, my bad, bro. How about you just send me a double X, and then I'll just. And then what? Send me that one back? Yeah. No. It'll fit your, it'll fit your son soon. <laughs> oh, screw you. Um, all right. Well, Joe pissed away an opportunity. It's all good. Look, man, it's I know, my bad, it, man. It, it, you know, I rely on Joe for mainly one thing, and that's showing up to do podcasts. So, um, you know, he's at least usually 99, well, 95% of the time I can rely on him. I like for 99. That. And <laughs> I'm sure you do, but it's more like 95. And uh, you know, I give him a day for travel coming back from the bowl game. Um, and, you know, so 
He come, he won't, but I asked him to do one thing. It's show up for the podcast, so I guess I just can't expect much more. He did, after all, give me one video from Tristan Jackson's touchdown from the Q's sideline. That was good. Dude, I just want to let you know that that was like the only – for some reason, I just had a feeling. Like it wasn't like I was sitting there. I know. He's 20 yards out. Yeah, it was right there. That's why I was right there, and I just had this feeling. We had the momentum, and – I don't know. For some reason, I decided that was the only that was the only play that I recorded, and it just happened to be that play. Well, good. So we we posted it. it, uh, And dude, honestly, how am I supposed to know that I'm just going to be on TV randomly? I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You were. I mean, we had good seeds, and but yeah, but come on, you never think you're going to be on TV like just going like. Looking like I looked, you know. But if you had, I was looking like I didn't know I was on TV. Obviously, well, you think. <laughs> well, you know, you using the old I mean, side mouth, adult, you had the side had a, mouth dude, going. I had a look. I had a couple of adult beverages, and to the right of me were three West Virginia fans, and um, to the left of me were the people that I was there with. So that's kind of why that was going down. You know, it was only the second quarter. I was good. I was just really heated because I mean, that was great. A, that I turned it in. Day. Come on, that was a cheap call, bro. You were probably doing the same thing in your living room when you saw. Oh, the I hit. stood. I stood up when I saw the hit. See, exactly. Yeah. That's what I did. That's where I was yeah. in that moment. And, I didn't and, think a camera was on me. So, Well, you never know. There's cameras everywhere now. Yeah, all I right. guess freaking so. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we managed to somehow turn a Notre Dame preview into a half-an-hour episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Shopping Town Barbershop. Thanks, J.P. Mulligans. Thanks to James on Guitar, Armchair All-Americans, my bookie, and, of course, you for listening. More Cuse Nation podcast is inevitable. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Cuse Militia podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.